Section 2 of Some Answered Questions by Abdul Baha. Translated by Laura Clifford Barney. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Section 2. Chapter 4. Abraham. One of those who possessed this power and was assisted by it was Abraham. He was born in the country between the two rivers and of a family who were ignorant of the oneness of God. He opposed his own nation and people and even his own family by rejecting all their gods. Alone and without help he resisted a powerful tribe, a task which is neither simple nor easy. It is as if in this day someone were to go to a Christian people who are attached to the Bible and deny Christ, or in the papal court, I ask forgiveness of God, if such a one were in the most violent manner to blaspheme against Christ in opposition to the people. These people believe not in one God, but in many gods, to whom they ascribed miracles. Therefore they all arose against him, and no one supported him except Lot, his brother's son, and one or two other people of no importance. At last, reduced to the utmost distress by the opposition of his enemies, he was obliged to leave his native land. In reality, they banished him in order that he might be crushed and destroyed, and that no trace of him might be left. Abraham then came into the region of the Holy Land. His enemies considered that his exile would lead him to his destruction and ruin, as it seemed impossible that a man banished from his native land, deprived of his rights and oppressed on all sides, even though he were a king, could escape death or subjugation. But Abraham stood fast and showed forth supernatural firmness, and God made this exile to be his eternal honor, because he established the unity of God, in the midst of a polytheistic generation. In consequence of his exile, the descendants of Abraham became powerful, and the Holy Land was given to them. As a result, the teachings of Abraham were spread abroad, a Jacob appeared among his posterity, and a Joseph who became ruler in Egypt. In consequence of his exile, a Moses and a being like Christ were manifested from his posterity, and Hagar was found from whom Ishmael was born, one of whose descendants was Muhammad. In consequence of his exile, the Bab appeared from his posterity, and the prophets of Israel were numbered among the descendants of Abraham. And so it will continue forever and ever. Finally, in consequence of his exile, the whole of Europe and most of Asia came under the protecting shadow of the God of Israel. See what a power it is that enabled a man who was a fugitive from his country to found such a family to establish such a faith and to promulgate such teachings. Can anyone say that this occurred accidentally? We must be just. Was this man an educator or not? Since the exile of Abraham from Ur to Aleppo in Syria produced this result, we must consider what will be the effect of the exile of Baha'u'llah in his several progresses from Tehran to Baghdad, from thence to Constantinople, to Rumelia and the Holy Land. See what a perfect educator Abraham was! Chapter 5. Moses Moses was for a long time a shepherd in the wilderness. Regarded outwardly, he was a man brought up in a tyrannical household, and was known amongst the people as one who had committed a murder. By the officers and the priests of Pharaoh he was much hated and detested. It was such a man as this that freed a great nation from the chains of captivity, made them contented, brought them out from Egypt, and led them to the Holy Land. 
This people, from the depths of degradation, were lifted up to the height of glory. They were captive, they became free. They were the most ignorant of peoples, they became the most wise. As the result of the institutions that Moses gave them, they attained a position which entitled them to honor among all nations, and their fame spread to all lands, to such a degree, indeed, that among surrounding nations, if one wished to praise a man, one said, Surely he is an Israelite. Moses established the religious law and the civil law. These gave life to the people of Israel, and led them to the highest possible degree of civilization at that period. To such a development did they attain that the sages of Greece came to regard the illustrious men of Israel as models of perfection. Such a one was Socrates, who visited Syria, and took from the children of Israel the teachings of the unity of God and of the immortality of the soul. After his return to Greece, he promulgated these teachings. Later, the people of Greece rose in opposition to him, accused him of impiety, arraigned him before the Areopagus, and condemned him to death by poison. Now how could a man who was a stammerer, who had been brought up in the house of Pharaoh, who was known among men as a murderer, who through fear had for a long time remained in concealment, and who had become a shepherd, establish so great a cause, when the wisest philosophers on earth have not displayed one thousandth part of this influence. This is indeed a prodigy. A man who had a stammering tongue, who could not even converse correctly, succeeded in sustaining this great cause. If he had not been assisted by divine power, he would have never been able to carry out this great work. These facts are undeniable. Scientists, Greek philosophers, the great men of Rome, became famous in the world, each one of them having specialized in one branch of learning only. Thus Galen and Hippocrates became celebrated in medicine, Aristotle in logic and reasoning, and Plato in ethics and theology. How is it that a shepherd could acquire all of this knowledge? It is beyond doubt that he must have been assisted by an omnipotent power. Consider also what trials and difficulties arise for people. To prevent an act of cruelty, Moses struck down an Egyptian, and afterwards became known amongst men as a murderer more notably because the man he had killed was of the ruling nation. Then he fled, and it was after that that he was raised to the rank of a prophet. In spite of his evil repute, how wonderfully he was guided by a supernatural power in establishing his great institutions and laws. Chapter 6 Christ Afterwards Christ came, saying, I am born of the Holy Spirit. Though it is now easy for the Christians to believe this assertion, at that time it was very difficult. The text of the Gospel says, Is not this the son of Joseph of Nazareth, whom we know? How can he say, therefore, I came down from heaven? Briefly, this man, who apparently, and in the eyes of all, was lowly, arose with such great power that he abolished a religion that had lasted fifteen hundred years, at a time when the slightest deviation from it exposed the offender to danger or to death. Moreover, in the days of Christ, the morals of the whole world and the condition of the Israelites had become completely confused and corrupted, and Israel had fallen into a state of the utmost degradation, misery, and bondage. At one time they had been taken captive by the Chaldeans and Persians. At another time they were reduced to slavery by the Assyrians. Then they became the subjects and vassals of the Greeks, and at the coming of Christ they were ruled over and despised by the Romans. This young man, Christ, by the help of a supernatural power, abrogated the ancient Mosaic law, 
reformed the general morals, and once again laid the foundation of eternal glory for the Israelites. Moreover, he brought to humanity the glad tidings of universal peace and spread abroad teachings which were not for Israel alone, but were for the general happiness of the whole human race. Those who first strove to do away with him were the Israelites and his own kindred. To all outward appearances they overcame him and brought him into direst distress. At last they crowned him with the crown of thorns and crucified him. But Christ, while apparently in the deepest misery and affliction, proclaimed, This sun will be resplendent, this light will shine, my grace will surround the world, and all my enemies will be brought low. And as he said, so it was, for all the kings of the earth have not been able to withstand him. Nay, all their standards have been overthrown, whilst the banner of that oppressed one has been raised to the zenith. But this is opposed to all the rules of human reason. Then it becomes clear and evident that this glorious being was a true educator of the world of humanity, and that he was helped and confirmed by divine power. End of section 2